On this week's Miracles and Rivalries, we are back. We took a short break, but we are back. We're going to recap championship week from two weeks ago. We'll talk Heisman, playoff thoughts, a few other news stories, and then we have our first round of bowl picks for everyone, and then NFL talk. Let's ride. Cowboy, should we apologize to everyone first that we skipped last week? Yeah, you had a bit of a you, you were on the uh, I was on, on the I, list. I was on the IR. I, I had a uh, short stint yeah. to the IR. And that, you, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, that that's it. But we're back. Uh, we're back and better than ever. Um, where do you want to start? I, I, I think, got I got foggy brain. I told you. I this. think I think it's only fitting that we start with. Um, some sad news that broke um, from over the weekend into the early this week. And the college football world lost just one of the great pioneers, one of the great ambassadors, one of the great characters in the sport. And I just want to say rest in peace to Mike Leach. And what happened, how that happened is it's sad. Um, I feel for you know his family, for those around him, because while us as fans and people that didn't know him personally – we lost this great figure in the sport, someone who was entertaining, someone who was, you know, they, they kind of bucked the trend, right? They did it their way, they did it differently, and they did it at several different places that are off the beaten path. Someone still lost a, a husband, a father, a grandfather, a brother, and it's just incredibly sad um, as this news broke. And it wasn't, you knew it was bad when the initial reports, they weren't just saying, okay, you know, get better soon, coach. Hope to see you on the field next year. It was, we need a miracle for him to pull through. Yeah. And it was kind of set the tone for how critical it was. And ended up, he ended up succumbing to those injuries that he, from that heart related event uh, that happened at his home. Um, but yeah, very sad. My heart goes out to, you know, his family, all the people that he touched, the people that he knew, um, you know, and, and the people in that Mississippi State locker room that looked up to him, right? Like all the players yeah. that he's had an impact on. Um, so yeah, super sad, uh, threw me off. I, I had no idea. I was a little delayed on the news. I just got a text. I think you texted me. I just, I, I, did, I did. I didn't know. Yeah. Just super sad. It's always strange when you, when we lose somebody in the, the sports world, it's like, I, I didn't follow Mississippi state football. I didn't follow Washington state football. I didn't follow Texas tech, but Mike Leach, just him himself in, in the college football world was, had such a presence. Everybody knew who he was. And it, it's it's weird. It's a weird feeling. It's very, very sad. But it's almost like we don't we don't deal with this a lot. I don't want to compare, you know, deaths, but we you know when Kobe passed away, uh coming up on three years ago. Yep. That it was just a weird feeling. And I kind of had that similar feeling when he when Mike, you know, passed away. It just is like uh it's like, man, that's just the, it's not fun. It's not fun uh, to go through and, you know. It's hard to wrap your mind around the it is. people that are the, they're a staple in 
you know, because I think I speak for a lot of people like we use sports as kind of like a mental getaway as entertainment. It's something that's exciting and is kind of, you know, a shift from everyday life. And it's something we used to get away with. And when we lose these figures that, you know, have brought us some entertaining moments or have been a staple in, yeah. in how we view sports and things. It's it's jarring and it's shocking. We also remember, though, that time with these people, it's limited and they're humans, too. And you know, life and crazy medical events and accidents can happen to, we see it on the news every day and we don't think it's going to happen to, you know, people of these higher stature or, right. um, we, in the we sports think they're world. Invincible. We think they're invincible. We right. We, we take that for them. granted. Yeah. We absolutely do. So it was, it was very heartbreaking to see when the news broke and just the tone and, um, yeah. obviously we kind of, what it sounded like going into a belief Sunday evening was okay. Essentially giving, you know, the family time to come say their goodbyes. It was reported that he was on life support and then eventually passed away. So, yeah. um, super sad. Rest, rest in peace to, uh, coach Mike Leach. Um, I'll, I'll say you, one last thing about, about Mike that <laughs> of all the college football coaches that I, I follow or I can, you know, keep up with their personalities. I feel like Mike Leach was the only football coach that I could think of that actually en- enjoyed and loved his job, whereas other coaches, Nick Saban, Nick Saban, I mean, I'm just I'm speculating here, doesn't give the vibe that he loves his job. It just is a system thing for him. Whereas Mike had fun with it. Uh, he was had the personality that you you can't replicate. Nobody's got a Mike Leach personality, and I, I just thought that was always super unique. And that's what I liked about him is that he just always was having fun and. It's just so different than the mold that college football coaches have um, that we're used to. Oh, yeah. In a world where a lot of coaches will give coach speak, they are afraid of what their words might, you know, the repercussions for saying things or going out on a limb. He was his own person. Yeah. He did it his way. It was unique. He didn't bow down to anyone. And he, he had fun with it, and he went to places that are obscure. He went to Lubbock, Texas, all right? Like, oh, nothing's in Lubbock. He went to yeah. Pullman, Washington. He was in Starkville, Mississippi. Like, yeah. these are off-the-beaten-path places where he made it unique, and he was he was fun to watch. Yeah, and, very, and very we lost We lost a good one. We did. We did. Do you have a favorite quote or funny, like, outtake or moment with him? Because when I think of him, I think the swing the sword on, I believe it was Friday Night Lights, where he did like a little cameo appearance and he's like, you know, you got to find your inner pirate. You got to swing your sword. You got to swing your sword like this. And if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, just, just, yeah, YouTube it, just look it, it up. And he's <laughs> like, you got to find your inner pirate. You got to swing your sword. And I just, there's so many, the, 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 the more recent one that he had this season when he was uh, with the sideline reporter, the, the lady would, was asking him about uh, uh, marriage advice or wedding advice. <laughs> yep. That whole bit, I, I couldn't recite it word for word, but it, it was it was very funny and very entertaining, and it was a long clip, and I just watched the whole thing because he was he so had entertaining. So many, he had yeah. so many. The the fat little girlfriend's clip, um, the <laughs> it, what the best candy uh, in his opinion on candy corn, um, how he still drinks black coffee even though it sucks. Like yeah, there there's so many, but um, we lost a go. We're gonna remember the good times, and I think it's a good message to not take, you know the day-to-day things for granted. Um, yeah. and it's an unfortunate and sad reminder of it, but um, I think it's something we can take with us. So, yeah. Um, R.I.P. Mike. R.I.P. Mike. R.I.P. to the pirate.
All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, segue into. So last week we we took the week off. Um, the week before, well, two weeks ago we had championship weekend. I was excited to talk about it. <laughs> Our predictions couldn't have been worse. <laughs> We're not sharps. So that's why I've been saying that. I mean, every really week. took a beating. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't fare well. Uh, that that weekend. Um, did, did we hit? I don't. I didn't hit any of them because I actually didn't take. I took Georgia. That that one hit. I eventually just put a little bit, but that yeah, was well, it. I had to bully you into that. You had to bully me into you. My big one was the under. That yeah, that was that was so. So we were sitting there. The game was zero zero. I was watching with my brother in law. We were um, down in Florida for a wedding. The, the wedding was Sunday, so we all got there Saturday. We just watched games and drank all day Saturday, which was glorious. Love that. Yeah, we're sitting there. It's zero zero. And he's like, hey, let's do a shot every time Georgia scores. Then oh. that's when they rattled off the three quick scores. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Um, and then it was funny. I was, I'm assuming y'all were drinking. I was drinking. I was trying to explain the whole blocked field goal thing to you. <laughs> yeah. And I was literally pulling Link from the internet and trying to, you know, explain why that was. It's like all the coaches were like, get away, get away, get away from that ball. And normally yeah. you would, but worked out so um georgia ends up putting it on lsu that wasn't shocking that wasn't a surprise michigan uh, yeah. pulled away from purdue we we, took, uh, we had purdue, we took, purdue. That. we took purdue it was close i remember because at that point I had it was kinda, close in half yeah yeah that, that saturday that was it seems like a lifetime ago it was so yeah i was drinking all day i didn't that was a same uh, <laughs> that was a for well i'll just give some context that was a that was about a that was a 5 a.m. kind of mm. night for me. Yeah, so I, was, mm. I was done. Party animal. I was animal. Um, but that was the game close? Was the Michigan-Purdue game close at one point? Because I remember looking yeah, at the Yeah, it was score, close for the whole first half. And I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. Michigan pulled away late. That's what happened. They pulled away in the second half. Yeah. Uh, they And they covered. Um, TCU, can't think, was a fantastic game. That one, I mean, it, it was, was on. Fantastic game. That was on before um, the Georgia game, right? Yeah, but Doug can put the team on his back, and yeah. I mean, literally, he was just exhausted pushing pushing into the end zone. He was like after every play. I mean, he was just torn to shreds. He was beat up. He was, was like he went through a twelve round fight. It, I mean, he laid it all on the field. That was a great game. Um, so that was that was good to see. And then Friday night, I had USC, and they were up like fourteen to three early, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm on the right side. Yeah, let's keep cruising. And Utah just laid the hammer after that. Just USC couldn't tackle. They looked very sloppy and soft. And the the USC defense that I was skeptical of in August finally showed up that, to be yeah. just bad when it mattered the most. And yeah. how many? How many is this? That's that's four. Four times in a row, I bet against Utah in Pac-12 matchups. They burned you every time, and they burned me every time. Oregon in the regular season Ooh. last year. Oregon in the Pac-12 championship last year. Oh. USC regular season this year. USC again in the Pac-12 championship this year. Yep. The logic that we had with this this time was the whole, they're not playing in Utah at night. Well. Right. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. I just. It didn't matter. It, they, it was, they just out-physicaled USC up and down the field. It was. It was. Yeah. They bullied them. And you they know, got absolutely bullied. You want to know something silly? Well. What's the no? That'll be it. We maybe can segue into this. I actually it gave me hope. Caleb Williams, I don't think played bad 
he got hurt. He, he pulled his hammy or something. Yeah. But I, I had hope that that loss and him not don't, doing as well. Don't say it. Was gonna, You're stupid. Was going to propel Stetson no. Bennett. Jesus Christ, no. To win the Heisman. <laughs> no. God, please. Jesus. Really? No. Hey, raise your hand. Stetson you, Bennett had a good year in raise your great hand system. If you had a Heisman ticket and that ticket was actually at the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, I think Hinton Hooker still should have been at the ceremony. Well, he should have taken care of his leg. Sh- okay, that's what you're going with. That's yeah, okay. really just a, a non-contact beep, football beep, in- injury. Beep, beep. Yeah, beep, yikes! Beep, Good job, buddy. Beep, beep. Um, that was me uh, backing up. Um, so here, here were stats and stats from this year. Um, oh, I know they were not. But if you if you pull certain stats, they're really good. If you pull from the first three quarters of every game. That was what that that's what I could look at looking at. His his stats for the first three quarters of all the games, really good. Now I get he's got a great team, but they would pull him in the fourth quarter for most games because it would be a blowout or Yeah, pull him late, I guess. Yeah, I mean I'll let you yeah, we can I mean he had sixty eight percent completion percent. That's good. Uh thirty four hundred yards. Um, let's see here. The funniest thing about that was the the storyline that I kept seeing on my timeline all week is Stetson Bennett is 25 years old. He's the same age as Lamar Jackson, who's been in the NFL yes. for five seasons, who is the Heisman Trophy winner in 2016. Yeah. On top of the fact, I attended the University of Georgia the same time Stetson Bennett did. I've been out of college for five years. <laughs> yeah, like, that's pretty nuts to look at. Yeah. Um, Oh, he had crazy. 20 touchdowns, six picks this year. Like he was a good SEC quarterback that played on the best team. And it was, I think he kind of ended up there as more of a career recognition of the rags to riches. Good I, game I manager. Think. Good game manager. I would, uh, I'm going to say uh, he's more in the game manager because he can really move, move around and he can break off a couple big runs too. He can hit the deep balls on occasion. I'd say more than a game manager, he's pretty dangerous. Yeah. He kind of lulls people into thinking he's just a game manager, and that's when he's the most dangerous. But um, I saw that- a TikTok that's projecting NFL quarterbacks next year. <laughs> Some account had him starting for the uh, uh, Vegas Raiders. <laughs> They're not in Oakland anymore. I know. I don't. I don't no, it's, it's so weird to look at. Does he project anything to the NFL? I don't even. I don't. No, I don't get into projections. I don't do a lot of draft stuff. Yeah, sorry. Well, you don't. would think if if you're going to be a Heisman Trophy candidate finalist, like, and you're going to get invited to New York, you would think that that would mean that you would be drafted. It doesn't translate all the time. But uh, yeah, I, it doesn't always translate. Unfortunately, he needs to. And people keep this is funny, relatable to us. People keep telling me, "Well, he just used to get into insurance. He'll be great." I'm like, "Hell no! I don't. I don't need him doing insurance. I need him to get into the car dealership business." That's what that's what he needs to do. Him and, him and Mac Jones. Him and Mac Jones need to get some car dealerships in their hometowns and just go away <laughs> because the, the insurance thing, David Green's got that independent agency over in uh, Gwinnett. And right. he does pretty well with it. It, it. There's enough insurance to go around. But I don't want – I don't want to have – You don't a, need that. Honestly, Stetson should start a car dealership in Athens and just be royalty oh, in yeah. that zip code for the rest of his life. And I think – I think that's that's all he's, perfect. He's just fine. Gravy. Yeah. Just that he's royalty there. I mean, good for him for being invited. It's really impressive for it's cool where, it, what he came up from to, you know, 
being being a national championship winning quarterback, getting invited to yeah. a Heisman ceremony, going to the playoff again. Like it's very impressive what he's done. Yeah. Um it invested it, gave me a reason to watch. I mean, I, I typically won't watch the ceremony. I'll just watch the highlights or watch the speech. Right. I'll watch the whole thing because Stetson was sitting there. So I mean it gave me right as a Georgia fan, it made me happy. It made me feel like, okay, well, you know, you know we're doing something. We're doing something. No, that's that's totally fair. Yeah. I think yeah. it's I think it's cool for him, but if the Heisman's for the most outstanding player, I don't think he fits that criteria oh, no. to be the most outstanding player in college football this year. But I might catch some black for that take. I don't really care. Did you see the full list of uh I think Robbie Ashford was on there? Shut up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was not a dig, I swear to God. I'm, I didn't see that list, but sure. I'm pretty sure he was ten. You can fact we'll take. We'll take our wins where we could take them. Um, check me on that. I don't actually know. But anyhow, Caleb Williams won. There was some controversy after he had the the expletive on his. You see the the fingernail thing? Yeah. So my dad um, brought it up about fifteen times to me. Uh, I don't think it was a non factor for me. I don't really care. It's just funny that like you lost the game when you did that. Like if you're gonna do that, you have to win. I agree. I agree with that. It's if like, you're if gonna you're do something petty like that, just just win. It also yeah, shows that, like, hey, you, you clearly – I don't want to sound like an old boomer. This is a boomer take, but, like, the whole act like you've been there before, try to win with yeah. a little bit of class. Like, that's kind of a boomer take, but also, like, having that on your fingernails and then losing the game, it's like, okay. Like, it, was kind of, it was kind of cringe for me. I, I get cringe. It, I thought it stuff. was cringy. Yeah. Like, if you want to be the big quarter, big-name quarterback, Heisman winner, try to take your team to the playoff, like, that's just not something – Eh, yeah. it didn't sit it, well with me, but also it's like whatever. It doesn't impact me at all. So really, yeah, in terms of no opinion winning, outside of that, but the uh, the other three, Duggan, I, I would have given it. Did Duggan get second or third? He got second. I don't. I think he got third, which kind of threw me off because C.J. Stroud, I think, had kind of a, a not a down year, but I just don't think he lived up to the expectations. Yeah, if, if C.J. Stroud had beat, they had beat Michigan. Might be a different story, but yeah, um, that that obviously played played a role. But yeah. anywho, Caleb Williams won the Heisman, and he still has another year. Um, he does. He does. He has another year, and he will. He's the eighth USC player to have won a Heisman Trophy. You know who the last Lincoln one Ra- was? Reggie Bush wasn't Reggie. It? Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush and Matt Leiard won one. Uh, Carson Palmer. Palmer did too. Yeah, it was. Palmer, Miner, Bush. Oh, oh no, <laughs> who was? But I'm saying Reggie Bush several. thing is, you know, um, they, took, they took away his Heisman Trophy. Now Reggie, I, I still say Reggie Bush won the Heisman that year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that, that's the Heisman. I, the Heisman is just, and it really has been for a while. It's just a quarterback award. And even though I know, I know Devonta Smith won. I get that. Like, don't come for me in the comments. I get it. But also, <laughs> it's. Derrick Henry. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, just Mark, Mark Ingram. The, the Heisman turns into a popularity. I should say. I should rephrase that. The Heisman turns into a popularity contest for whoever the best player on the best team is. Yeah, and that's what it's turned into, and that's who gets invited, regardless of what the stats might say otherwise. So uh, uh, the Heisman, I don't like. Kind of take it or leave it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, that being said, well, I know we just talked about championship Saturday. The playoff is set. Um, Ohio State snuck into the four slot, um, which we thought they would. After yeah. USC went down, we knew that was going to happen. 
Um, TCU, rightfully so, still the three seed. Um, Michigan two, Georgia the one. No surprises there. Uh, I think the committee nailed it. There really wasn't a lot to, you know, think about. But I mean, TCU's a one-loss team that they shouldn't be punished for being good enough to go play for the conference championship. Especially if you're going to put one loss Ohio State in there, so um, that makes sense to me. If anything, as a uh, you as the resident Georgia fan here, how do you feel about now you draw Ohio State? Like versus it. USD or a TCU. I would have, if I were the committee guy, I would have dropped TCU to four and then to Ohio State to three. That is very biased. Do you think the fact that that would have been a rematch played a role in that, though? Because I think they're trying to avoid. They were a trying rematch to rematch in State the semifinal. Michigan. Yeah, but. I feel like it's more of a disservice to Michigan of saying, hey, you just beat them. Now you got to play them again. They're the only well, they're only a spot lower than you. I look at it as I, it's a rematch. Go ahead and pot because Michigan, Ohio State in the playoffs, whether or not they just play each other, that's an electric playoff game. Like it doesn't. I don't think. Oh, I don't disagree. I'm, yeah, I'm I say cash in. Right now. Yeah, I say cash in on that. Go ahead and get it out of the way. Whoever wins wins. Versus trying to set it up later. I, I don't know. I know they try to they try to avoid that last year with Georgia and Alabama. And then we still ended up playing each other. So it's like it could still happen. I'm like I said at the beginning, I'm being biased because Ohio State scares me. We're seven point favorites given how Ohio we played. State, I, I mean seven points is probably right, but Ohio State is the most talented of the three potential matchups you'd have been looking at oh, yeah. in the playoff. Absolutely. For that reason, I think that makes them the most dangerous. But I think, I think TCU's more physical than Ohio State and USC. USC just got bullied by Utah, so Ohio. So really, Ohio State or TCU. I think you probably match up better against TCU. Yeah. If I had just looking frantically at the numbers and kind of just feel, I think you match up better there. So yeah, I saw that and I'm like, ah, Georgia kind of got an unlucky draw getting Ohio State just from the talent perspective you you're facing an elite quarterback and to be fair you've been facing a high-end or elite quarterback in either scenario but um facing stroud now in the first round that's that could be interesting we just saw and i get that georgia was up big against lsu they bring the backup and he throws the ball all around the yard and and georgia i think was playing a little bit softer and, and more zoned at that point anyway but um, it'll be interesting to see what Ohio State's receivers and what C.J. Stroud can do against Georgia's secondary. Um, we're going to have a few more shows to preview that, and we're not giving out picks yet. But I thought Georgia might have been a little unlucky to be, get Ohio State as their first-round draw. Now, yeah. you get them in Atlanta, we so do. it's basically yeah. their home game for you. You're very used to playing in that building now. I mean, that's you know your second home. At they're gonna start. Point. They're gonna actually start charging us rent. I got a memo as the booster vice president this morning. The Falcons are just gonna put a G at midfield and get rid of their Falcon. I think. Yeah, I think it'd be financially it would make more sense to do that than the given the poverty franchise that's going on in that stadium or has been going <laughs> on in that stadium for the last several years. Uh, we'll just set up shop in Atlanta. Most <laughs> most Georgia fans are in Atlanta, anyways. There you go. That would be crazy. I mean, we're, I'm going off the rails here, but what if what if Georgia did that? And this is bizarre talk. But 
just the future of college football and where it's going, what if they split their home-and-home home games and did, like, I don't know how you would coordinate that with the Falcons. I mean, you could do anything, but did half their home games in Mercedes-Benz and then the other half in Athens. I, it's silly. I'm being silly, but. That's a very silly thing, but it, it's fun to think about. What a I cool think, concept. Where I think you get some traction is if they make the, and we've talked about this, the Georgia-Florida game, making that more home at home. Where uh, when Florida's the home team, you played at Jacksonville. Yeah. And when Georgia's the home team, you played in Atlanta. So it's yeah. still a quote-unquote neutral site, but it's in someone's backyard. Yeah. Jacksonville to, you know, Gainesville, I'd, you know. Pretty close. Well, I'm thinking it's comparable to, like, Athens to Atlanta, right? So, yeah, that is, um, yeah. So I think that would be an interesting idea. I think that would be cool in terms of recruiting. Um, no, absolutely. To have the two sites incorporated. And obviously both venues could host that. It's a lot of logistics and a lot of, you know, TV contracts and rights that get moved around for it, but just scheduling. Yeah, scheduling. It, I mean, it, it could be done. It could absolutely be done. But it could it could be done. They they arranged it to where that whole you know cities for the you know the Georgia Florida game each year in Jacksonville. They arranged it that the Jags are away each year. So I mean, they can make it work. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. But it's interesting. Um, I, what um, else happened? Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna I was gonna finish up with the playoff talk of it is in Atlanta. I hate that it's on New Year's Eve. Um, eight o'clock New Year's, New Year's Eve. Yeah, I just I sh- I w- I want to go. I've considered like getting me and my dad a ticket going because they're not that bad, and it's in our backyard. We don't buy plane tickets. We can go to a playoff game. You save on travel costs. Absolutely, you save a lot on travel costs. But it's the New Year's Eve thing, and I might be my party animal self being selfish. I don't want to watch a football game on New Year's Eve. I was the same way last year when Georgia was playing Michigan. I might go to Georgia hell saying this, but I was not, not engaged. I was not engaged in that football game because we were out doing New Year's Eve stuff. <laughs> now, okay, me, Morgan, and Tucker watched it in the Weston lobby <laughs> in the freaking – in the in the next to the bar on a little tiny TV. And I was watching it, but it was not like I was sitting in my on my couch like – That's fair. Uh, oh, hell yeah, like this is – I, I oh. didn't know what – it I'll was, agree with you on that. I like it was to watch a blowout. games. I like was, to have a setup. Yeah, I, I was just not set up to be engaged in a college football game, and I think the New Year's Eve thing, I know for a fact that it didn't always used to be like. I think that – didn't they used to – no, I know for a fact because Georgia played Oklahoma in the playoff game on New Year's Day in it the was. Rose Bowl. I was very hungover on a flight back from D.C. For that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That was only five years ago. So that's they've switched it around. So I'm being able to calendar falls, yeah. That's I'm right. not in favor of but the last few years they've done the New Year's Eve thing. I, I don't think it's – if it's a viewership thing, if it does good – I don't know. It doesn't benefit me. So I'm going to be selfish and say That's stop fair. stop doing it on New Year's Eve. I've and got it, New Year's I'm... Eve plans. <laughs> Go to your college football <laughs> another day so it's we can like, watch it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah I know. You're not, yeah. You're not a hardcore fan is what you're telling me. Okay, um, well, that's That's, that's what, what I'm taking told. from that whole – you know, segment is that's what I'm taking. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. I don't know, like as far as my New Year's plans yet. I know my, and I know my brother-in-law listens. He's a loyal listener. Uh, I think we're. I'm gonna probably be watching at his place, and uh, for was um, the Friday or, or no, it's the last week of the season. I think we were over there, and we had. I don't know if you can hear. There's an ad playing on this stupid ESPN article I'm on. <laughs> 
Um, I didn't hear it. It's okay. Thank God. I didn't want that to come through. But we watched. We had the TV set up outside. So we had um, an outdoor TV, had the fire pit going, and we were drinking next to the fire, watching football outside. I would not hate that for um, New Year's Eve to be That's watching. That's ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Having an outdoor TV set for the playoff game around the fire. Yeah. Oh, God. And the inner child in me is like, yeah, we're going to make some more s'mores. Yeah, I'm fine. Me, that, that that is nice. But I've gotten <laughs> we've just done the event thing for like the past two or three. Oh, years. I know you guys have. You guys like so, to go out and have a time, which yeah, is fine. We, I we just our, the suit too thing. many people, man. I get annoyed with all the drunk people, and it, yeah. so, there's okay. It's not the drunk people. It's when there's thousands of drunk people and everyone needs an Uber at one thirty, and oh, you can't get back, and like traveling around is a nightmare, and it's just oh yeah. That it's, part it's, I can't do. It's can't uh, it. It, it's a lot, but yeah, this this you're you're married, you're settled down, you're <laughs> very southwest know. Georgia. Man, I'm gonna sit by a fire and watch the. Fire I don't even game. know who I'm doing New Year's with this year. I've got a list, and <laughs> I'm trying to nail it down right now. So you know, you sound like you're recruiting right now. It is. I might be. I'm gonna send a link out to a couple. I, I might. T- okay, we're getting off the rails here. We'll talk yeah. about what we're doing for New Year's. Yeah. After <laughs> What a recruiter! Um, You're a big time recruiter. Good for you, man. Sign a yeah. number one recruit. Uh, um, yeah. I don't think what else. What else happened with the bowl? There's some coaching carousel moves. Um, I know we'll talk about a couple when we get to some of these bowl game matchups. But um, we talked about Matt Rules going to Nebraska. Did we talk about that? We did. That just I, seems like a natural fit. It's um, good. Yeah. I don't think that we've. I think we're. We've talked about Hugh Freeze. Yeah, because I had a. You know, mental breakdown about it. Um, who are some? I don't even know any other ones. Luke, been... Luke Fickle going oh, to yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, I yeah. love that. And and Phil Longo from North Carolina, their OC, is going to Wisconsin with him. The oh. Wisconsin complete identity shift. I am very intrigued. Wait, did they not Especially... get? They didn't get Gene. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't available. Was he not available? Gene might not get another job ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he might go to South Florida, actually. Um, oh, jeez. Head no, coach? There was some, I don't know, maybe in a high school. I don't know. Um, did we talk about Trent Dilfer going to UAB? We said did it we... for a second, but we didn't get into it. That that was, did he has any association with that college? Am I ignorant for not knowing that? I don't think he has an initial. I, I, he was a high school coach in the Nashville area, if I'm recalling correctly. Um, and he, sure. he runs the QB 11 camp or like the, uh, that's not the technical name, but he runs that big quarterback camp. He has a lot of connections in the college and high school ranks. And I think it'll be good for recruiting there. Honestly, I think that'll be interesting. My I brother got seen... to meet him. So, Oh really? Yep. Uh, that's when cool. he got announced after the press conference, he shook everyone's hand. I was like, huh. good for him. That's shaking hands, kissing babies. Good for him. Yeah. He went to Fresno uh, state. <laughs> yep. I, I was like, I didn't, I think he was a West coast guy. Um. Okay. Fair. Uh. I'm missing something off the top of my head, but I haven't to go back to Trendell for I. I hadn't even like thought of his existence since he was on NFL Live. For oh, you know what else we didn't talk about? Dion. Dion. Yeah, that was a big one. We... Dion. Yeah. Yeah. Do we... yeah I, Good for I, him. Hey, you know what he did? He that got literally me to... broke right after we recorded last time. Yeah. Yeah. He got me to follow all of Colorado's uh, uh Instagram pages, <laughs> all their sports stuff. Good for Colorado, man. Yeah, good for them. I, you know, that I think that's a good. The Pac-12 now is going to be wide open with the shift. It, it and, already is wide open with USC and UCLA leading. Yeah, yeah. But now it's 
that's very because they're going to bring in enough talent to where if there's a conference, there's a well, I say this, but I think the Pac 12, especially because of the recruiting, the regional recruiting that happens out there to where they don't have access to, you know, nationwide recruits sometimes when you're talking about like the Washington, Washington State, the Oregon State, the world. Colorado now having a national reach again because people forget like how elite that program was once upon a time. Yeah. And Dion bringing that back, being able to go into the Southeast and pull recruits out of there and being able to be relatable and gonna recruit his ass off. He yeah. can talk to anyone and the money that's gonna pour in to bring people to Colorado is very impressive. The best and... quote I, I know you watched all the like the not really pressers, but him talking to the uh players <laughs> the fun I, I had to watch it like four times before i could grasp what he was t- he said i'm bringing my luggage and it's yeah. louis <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's louis vuitton and i was yeah. like is he talking about his actual luggage no he's talking about his players that he's been recruiting his skill players that he's recruited at jackson state for the oh, last yeah. three years that are just studs and going back he's always said he could he could have competed with programs like alabama but he always struggled on the line because he yeah. can never he can never recruit those physical bigger guys on the line but it, his it's skill hard to players recruit the size to smaller schools but now yeah. now he's got it all he's you can say power five and you know what i'm curious about this is the crazy. gambling addict in me right now i actually there's no way it's available but colorado's win total for next year wouldn't be available yet. It was not available. Okay. You won't be avail. That won't be available until you get through spring practice. I think is okay. when the first lines will kind of be posted. You want to guess? Do you want to guess what it would be? Six and a half. You're gonna say six and a half? Yeah. I, I was gonna say eight. <laughs> no, because yep. there's still because even when you bring in guys or, or bring in a lot of freshmen, right? Like you still have to implement a system. You're still gonna be traveling on the road in Power Five play. Like there's yeah. still gonna be games where maybe they have talent but not experience or experience to that level um if it's six and, and a half and if, would you take the over i'd be tempted to yeah i'd be tempted to say like seven five first year there they win a lot of games and like shootouts on talent alone type things yeah. um i could see where that's happening but that's still a jump to go from hbcu to power five that's still like a jump to go play in that conference yeah. so like i don't want to discredit the, the talent in either conference respectively but that's still a jump in talent, but where they're recruiting, I'd say really years two, three, and four is where I'm a lot more excited to see if they can make noise nationally um, versus just in conference play. But yeah, I mean, the staff that he's building out there is really freaking impressive. Yeah. Um, he's bringing a lot of experience, guys who are good recruiters. I believe Charles Kelly's going out there. He's, he was the co-DC at Alabama. He's an Auburn guy originally. He's basically royalty in Auburn. Coaches Alabama, stud recruiter, just can talk. He can talk to any high school coach in the Southeast. Yeah. I mean, he walks into a room, commands respect, and to have that and tell a kid, hey, we have an NIL, you can come play for Dion out here in Colorado. I mean, that's, that's hey, pretty Boulder's, compelling. Boulder's cool. Boulder's a cool. Is that's where I, it is, right? I would go to Colorado. Yeah, shoot, I'd do it. Was that song? What was that popular song? I don't know. The Chain Smokers. Oh, the from roommate. your roommate out in Boulder. We ain't never getting old. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. That song that has like a two billion plays. That one. 
Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's, you get it. That was like that takes me back to 2016. Will uh, pilot, pilot, to... whatever your name is. That's right. um, My name's Will. I sell insurance. Yeah, you've literally plugged your own insurance agency. Um, I think they could put two and two together. But yeah, that coaching carousel interesting as far as and I gotta be honest, man. Or no, we're gonna have a commercial break here and get into bull picks. The first round of bull picks here. There has been so much movement in the freaking transfer portal. I am going to go ahead and say I'm going to inadvertently say that someone's playing and they're not, or they're not playing and they are, or maybe they're transferring or they're not transferring. The amount of activity in the transfer portal, especially the amount of guys that jumped in the portal when they saw Dion was going to Colorado, they're like, hey, I'm going to go talk to Prime now, is staggering. Like, yeah. The only teams that don't have guys in the portal right now are the playoff teams. Other than that, everyone has, I think, like a handful of, at least a handful of like scholarship starters that are in the portal. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how much Texas is. Last time I checked, Texas A&M was leading with like 13 or 14. More than that. That's more than that now. Oh, Jesus. More than that. I mean, I believe it, but that was, that, that was like, a, that was probably a week ago. I think I checked. They have a total of like 20 guys in the portal right now. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Auburn has like 15, but like teams that aren't eligible, obviously are going to have a little bit more. They're going to get out there. Our teams that are like potential coaching changes. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of movement. I am going to absolutely misspeak. It's hard to track it because these kids, we've got to remember, they're 18 to 22. Yeah, Their mind can change when the wind blows, man. It, it's hard to keep up with all this. And I, I have a portal tracker that I try to keep up on, but damn, it's tough. So I think we should cut to commercial and then get into picks. I know this was a little bit long-winded, but um, I do appreciate everyone who is listening and tagging along for the ride. We appreciate our loyal listeners. Let's get a quick word from our sponsor. It's going to be something probiotic related. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll, Back we'll... after this. So, Kate, you were stressed, a lot of junk food on the go, and you were a little irregular, sluggish. My daughter needed Activia. So I gave it a try. Wow. It works. Now she has a spring in her step. I'm loving it every morning. Mm. Help get your system back on track. Activia with Bifidus Regularis helps regulate your digestive system. Would you recommend Activia? I already have. She recommends it. What are you waiting for? Activia. All right, we are back. Thank you, uh, Cowboy, for taking over. As we briefly talked about at the top of the podcast, I'm going through a little bit of a health thing where my brain's not all there. So, yikes. Cowboy, Cowboy had to, Cowboy's having to pick up the slack for me. Um, Take the reins. Take the reins here. That's so, fine. so here, I'm going to try to get back into it. Obviously, catch me if I fall. Uh, what we're doing is we're going to break up. There's so many bowl games. There's 40. Is there 44 bowl games? 40, 41 plus playoffs, I think, is the official number now. There's a lot. Or it might be so, 41 including playoffs. I don't know. Too damn many. A lot. Too damn many. So we are breaking them up for – they start Friday the 17th, December Correct. 17th. We're going to pick those games. The first one is the uh, the Bahamas Bowl, UAB, Miami, Ohio. We are going to go up in, in two – the Armed Forces Bowl, which is next Thursday. Thursday the 22nd. So which we're picking Baylor the first week. Essentially the first week. The first weekend, first week. Um, and then we'll and, get the rest next week, and then we'll do. 
Yes. Continue from there. So, so chapters we'll, one and we'll two, give a breakdown of that. In yeah. chapters three and four, and, and then, then chapter and five. Which is the playoff, which is, which the, playoff. is the finale. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. So, all right, class. All right. Let's get into so it. Let's get into it. What's, uh, we'll start with the Bahamas Bowl. UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham at the, the real, the Miami, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real school. That's actually what it is. Um, I'm, how do you want to, I will just, we'll just go back for it because we all, we, we picked every bowl. You picked every bowl, right? I picked every bowl. I'm okay. going to pick every bowl game. That's just my thing now is like, hey, yeah. I'm just, me too. Yeah. We're just shotgun blasting a million things and seeing what hit. That's just what I'm doing. I did so. it all earlier today. I picked every bowl. So, first game, we, we just Bingo. finished talking about the uh, coaching carousel. I did, don't think he's coaching the bowl game. Dilfer is not coaching. Um, interim Brian Vincent coaching. Uh, he's kind of what's left over from the Bill Clark regime uh, in Birmingham. Okay. Um, so a lot of players wanted to keep, wanted to make him the head coach. So I'm curious to see how they show up for him okay. uh, in this game. I would I would suggest that UAB would be a little more motivated here. Um, but also I know they have struggled with dual threat quarterbacks this year uh, as well. I know Blame Ohio has a guy that can run and throw. So it's I interesting. Got, yeah. What do you have? I got UAB and – I took that pick for two things. Name. I don't know if we can say that. Uh, um, Mona. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can believe that. I don't... No, your, your stepbrother. Carl. Just. Yep. All right. Well. Yep. So. All right. Ready? Hey, we're going to, we're going to cut this whole thing. We're going to. All right. So you said you're taking UAB here. What were your two reasons? Um. Trent Dilfer, and I just love the city of Birmingham. Oh, it's a glorious city. Um, you know, my brother my brother uh, frequents there quite often. Yeah. Um, yep, so UAB, I'm also taking UAB minus 11. That's a big number for a bowl game. It's almost kind of dumb to take it. I, I got to be honest, kind of dumb to take you, UAB 11. Are you looking at the money? Are you looking at the money? No. What's... Oh, it, it's heavy, on, which makes me feel maybe a little bit better fading the public. 92% of the money is on... Miami, Ohio, sixty percent of the bets. Okay, so initially I wanted to take Miami, Ohio because that's a big number, and I was like, "Is that a sucker pick?" And it's bowl season, so I don't know. If there's a sucker pick. There's too many variables. I mean, the game is in the Bahamas, for God's sake. Like, it's not even. It's not even on the, in the yeah. continental U.S. So, like, there's so many stupid things that could happen. You're putting college kids on a plane to fly to play a football game. Like, it's they're staying in the Atlantis. They're staying in Atlantis for. For five days, like yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm just taking UAB. I'm laying the points. Why not? Why the hell not? The fighting okay. Dilfers. Um. All right. Well, we both got UAB for that 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 matchup. The next pick, uh, UTSA and Troy. Is that what you got? That's what I have here in front of me, right. sir. Who, who, who uh, you got? Um, really good offense here. Uh, with UTSA, really good defense with Troy. Um. God bless. Uh, so right now, as I have it, Troy's only a, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm probably just going to take Troy Moneyline is the pick. Uh, okay. I'm going to take Troy here. I also have Troy. I'm staying in the state of Alabama. Um, this one's actually the opposite. The 93% of the money is on Troy here. So I, I don't think that we can look at public or professional money in this aspect. I'm going to follow – Sharp movement. I'm going to follow. Okay, well, guys 11, are opting out. Eleven that's, sharp, sharp moves to Troy. Eleven sharp moves to Troy. That's that's what I'm gonna ride with then. Okay. Um, 
yeah, that's. Eh, I don't know. I don't have a good bead on a lot of these games because it's like I saw them play. A couple of these teams played championship league, and a couple of these teams, you know, struggled at the end of the season, maybe. And it's like, I don't know. It's hard to get a beat on this with so much movement right now. But I'll take Troy. I, I was big on Troy. Troy was really good against the spread this year. Um, Troy's paid off dividends for me. I'm going to ride with them one last time in the year. So I'll take Troy. Ride with Troy. All right. Let's get Troy. Next matchup Louisville, Cincinnati. Ooh, this, this is, is... The, this is the funny bowl. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the one. Yeah, so the so coach. Fickle left, and then Satterfield yes. left Louisville to go to Cincinnati, taking right. going from a P five to a G five job, which he was unhappy only. But anyway, but the it's only a stone. The schools are only a stone throw from each other. Well, They're Cincinnati not is going back to the power Technically, five yeah, by they'll definition. Be the, they'll be in the Big Twelve in two years if he's if he lasts that long. Two, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Um, it's interesting. No, here's the other thing with the way this field set up for this game. Both teams are on the same sideline. Yes, I think that's so funny because <laughs> I they were. I was hoping that Satterfield would coach. Just stand at the fifty, and coach both sides. Just coach both, <laughs> and it's just like I don't know. I just think it's hilarious that Not, a lot having, of times these coaches Fenway, won't right? coach. Though. It's a Fenway. Yeah, Fenway. It's a Fenway. Why, why yep. the hell? What, I know it's a tradition. With why are we having? football games and baseball stadiums that don't fit a football field. Don't ask me, man. I don't... Have you been to Fenway before? Have you ever been to that ballpark? I have it's not been dump. lucky enough. It's a dump. It's old. I mean, I know well, it's old. Yeah. I, but Boston fans come at me. It, it's a dump. The, the, that is the worst, I, I don't know, historical. Blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't want to go to a bowl game in Fenway Park. That's me being yeah, a princess, that's... whatever. Give me Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, probably. Give me... Where's some other Gillette? They could play at a Gillette. I mean, there's other baseball fields that are much nicer, in my opinion. But, but, um, yeah. So there's no. Let's see. uh, Louisville is without Malik Cunningham in this game. Uh, Their starting running back is out as well. Um, They're gonna have two backup quarterbacks here. Um, But I like Cincy's roster a little bit better. I think they're a little bit deeper talent-wise there. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm also taking Cincinnati. This is not good. This is not good that we have all the same picks. Or it's a good thing for you. I don't know. Well, we're just going to – we're riding with each other here. I will right. say last year – hold on, Bullmania. Hold on. We're, we're still here. Oh, what what you got? What you looking at? I, I came in – I was ranked – 2,377 in ESPN's Bowl Mania last year. Pretty good. I was, yeah, it's pretty good. There was like a 10 million people that played. That's pretty good, man. I'm proud of you. Let's, went, let's try to convert that into real money this year. Yeah. I went 24 and 14 last year on spreads. Those are spreads, that's, right? That's really good for a bowl season. That's really yeah. freaking good. I just realized um, it showed me the. So you're taking Cincy. That line is at two. Um, since he's a two point dog in this game, actually, so I might just take Cincy money line, get a little more value for my, my dollar. I can get a money line plus 105, so yeah, I'll probably do that. Uh, may look at an under, under there's only at 40, probably for good reason, but I might oh. take an under pick there. It's gonna be very cold that uh, this weekend up there. Yeah. Um, next game I have here is the New Mexico Bowl. I have BYU versus SMU, um, the, the religion bowl. 
Very religious, this one. The Methodists versus the Mormons. Uh, Bill, Bill Clinton versus Mitt Romney. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is Bill Clinton Methodist? He, he strikes me as a Methodist. Uh, he might be. I don't know. Well, his um, actions in the White House strike me as Methodist. Oh, oh, Baptist. Um, anywho, um, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Games yeah. in Albuquerque. Um, I don't really. This is another game where I'm just like, what the hell am I even picking here? I've picked SMU a lot this year. Brett Lashley kind of made some comments about how it's the schedule is difficult with the timing of the bowl and like early signing period recruiting, and that doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy. Um, God bless. SMU's defense kind of scares me with BYU's offense here. I'm kind of wavering a little bit. I, I took SMU already. I did too. I might be. I might flip back too because of- 10 sharp moves on BYU. 10. Uh, <laughs> I can get plus three and a half with BYU right now. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm switching. Switching. Okay. I'm off. I'm off. I'm off SMU. I'll stick to it. I'll just stick with my Methodists. I'm off. I'm off SMU. Um, okay. I've made fun of Mormons and BYU a lot this year. Yeah, give them but, some. Give them some credit here at the end of the year. But I'm gonna take them. So go ahead. For what that's in. worth. Go ahead and soak it in, Nick. For what it's Cowboy. worth, that's what Sorry. I'm doing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't think. Yeah. It, I don't think it matters. Did you get my um, joke? Yeah, <laughs> I I got to soak did, it in. Or, yeah. Just, okay. All right. I just yeah, want to make sure. Uh, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> okay. I got you. No, we're gonna soak it all in. Uh, next game I have here is the Los Angeles Bowl. That is Washington State versus Fresno State. That is Saturday, December 17th. Um, boy, I, I know Washington State's having some problems in the portal right now. Yeah. I know a lot of their guys have jumped in. I, I do know that much. I know they lost a good bit on defense as well. Um, so just based on that alone, you're playing a lot of the inexperienced guys. You're losing a lot of your production. I am going to... I'm going to take Fresno State. Okay. I've got Washington State. Okay. Don't ask me why. I just. Just why not? It's just, it's so damn hard really trying to break down some of these games in the bowls just because numbers for the year don't matter. These kids might have, you know, they, they finished up finals and these games are so early. It's before. You know, Christmas is before, you know, holidays. Are they transferring? Are they not transferring? It's it's so hard to get a a gauge on what's happening here, especially because you have a lot of like these assistants or coordinators are moving to even if the head coach is still there. I will tell you this. There's this is actually the highest I've ever not ever seen, but this is a high number. There are 21 sharp moves on Washington State. 21. Oh, I'm going to take. I'm just, I'm just taking Fresno State. Um, I'm just doing it. I'm taking the Bulldogs. Taking the Bulldogs versus the Cougars. Taking the Bulldogs. Um, that's that's about all I got for that. Just the red flags I saw from Washington State. How much they're losing on defense going into this game. That's what I'm yeah. I'm riding with. That's the number I'm. I'm all right, good. We're we're on opposites, which is good for the rivalry part. All right, what what we got next? Uh, the Lending Tree Bowl, which is in Mobile. That is Rice versus. Southern Miss. I believe okay. Rice is a five and seven team this year. They are five and seven. They got bumped in because of there's too many damn bowl games. That's there's, why. Yeah, there's too many bowl games. Well, there was a couple of ineligibility issues I think with some teams. Maybe there was. So I don't 
Um, 99% of the money's on Southern Miss. Jeez. I, I took Southern Miss because blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. Frank God, Gore, I hate this. Frank Gore Jr. is their running back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, I know. You've been, you give me the weird Southern Miss connection story <laughs> about three times a week. I, I know. Uh, Southern Miss did cover in five of their last six. That this is year. shocking. Rice man. has kind of proven that maybe they're not a good team. I know I had this whole debate middle October uh, with Matt and Chandler. Is Rice good? And I'm going to say they're not good. And I'm going to take Southern Myth. I'm going to live at six and a half. Uh, I can't wait for this game to be like six to three and I don't cover. Uh, and I get screwed on it. So give me Southern Myth. I can't believe that 99% of the money. I, I actually have never seen that before. 99% that'll get moved. Of the money. I think that'll move. I think the line, what's telling me though, the line isn't moving. So Maybe Vegas knows more than me. They clearly know more than me. That's a stupid thing to say. Um, they clearly know more than me. But that's that's what I got, man. That's that's where I'm at. I'm taking Southern Myth. I'm laying the points there. Mm. 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 Okay. I don't like any of these picks so far. I got the, um, we're we're both on Southern Myth. Okay, next next bowl. I have oh, this is the real barn burner. Uh, Las Vegas Bowl, and that is Florida versus Oregon State. Mm. Um. I'm taking Oregon State. Ten and a half is a big number. I don't care. Florida doesn't have a quarterback. That's true. He did declare for the NFL draft. And their backup got arrested. Oh. You, you didn't hear about this. So, no. Very Florida so Florida's backup. Um, oh. Oh, Kitna. no. He... The Kitnick. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I did hear about this. This is the, the child. Yes. Yeah. The... I was just saying, he's a child the... porn guy. Yeah. He's. Yes. So okay. Well, um, uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna disavow. I'm not taking Florida. Yeah, I'm, ta- so I'm removing my pick. Just disavow. I'm just taking. Maybe maybe taking under. If you're really you know feeling peachy about it, maybe that's the the look. Um, wow. Considering Florida, I think it's playing a walk. I think their guy is a walk on that they have in this game now. So, hmm. um, so for for what it's worth, uh, that the, the over under on this game is at fifty three. A lot of money on the under, sharp movement to the over. I still like the under here, probably. Um, Oregon State's been – they can move the ball, too. Uh, yeah, I just switched my pick. Well, they can run they, – they're really good at running the ball. Florida struggled against the run this year. You know what? Oregon State – I'm not going to touch the over-under because I can see where Oregon State maybe really gets, gets it moving here. And Florida's just like, why are we even existing right now? Yeah. Oregon State laying the points. That's my pick. Okay. All right. All right. Oregon State. Next next pick. Next, I have the Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas on, on December 17th. This is North Texas versus Boise Four. State. Okay. North Texas just fired their coach. Hmm. So that's good to know. They've just played in the championship game. Yeah, they, but he's like over in like championship and postseason. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. do well outside of that. So they're kind of, uh, and it looks like their quarterback is also declaring for the draft. I don't think he's playing. Um, let's see. I'm reading this article as I'm giving this pick to. No, he's playing. He's declaring after this. So there's something there, but I like Boise State. I think Boise State tries to go on a high note after they kind of got embarrassed in their conference championship game. I'm taking Boise State to lay the 10.5, which, again, 99% of the damn money. I just, I hate gambling. I hate this so much. Oh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm, I have Boise State and everything in my body screaming, don't do that now. 
I also have Boise State. With my swimmy, my swimmy brain right now is all over Boise State, so you should probably take North Texas. Take this. Yeah. Uh, ten. God, ten is such a big number. I've always been well. The reason I'm taking Boise State, I've always been a big Brian Harson guy. Oh, shut the hell up! What? <laughs> <laughs> what a douche! And that um, program, you know, he built that program. <laughs> you know what? I'm just about the Boise boys. North Texas plus ten and a half. The quarterbacks are on a high note. Screw it. I, I think I think Boise probably wins, but maybe North Tech. It it would be funny that they fire their coach who can't deliver in the and postseason they and they win in the postseason. That would that be would funny. Be... Ironic. All right, money line sprinkle on North Texas plus two ninety half a unit. Book it. All right, I'm keeping my Boise State. All right, That's next fine. next uh, next bowl. Next thing I have here is it the Marshall we have, Bowl? Yep, yeah, we have the Myrtle Beach Bowl. That's going to be on Monday, December nineteenth, and the lovely and just luxurious location that is Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Um, yeah. <laughs> UConn and Marshall. I have UConn. I have UConn. That's I have a, UConn's going bowling under Jim Moore. Mo- yep. Jim L. Mora. L. Yep. Mora. Yep. Not to be confused at any point. Uh, they're getting 10 points here. I like that. Uh, it's a feel-good story. I understand that. Good for them for making a bowl game. I could see where maybe Marshall's kind of here. And Marshall did. Remember Marshall beat Notre Dame. Yeah, and then they've laid eggs at other points in the season. So 10 points. Uh, yeah, I I think UConn gives them a game here. I think 10 is too much. I'll take UConn. UConn. All right. We're head-to-head. I got Marshall. That's fine. I like it. We gotta disagree on something. We gotta have a rivalry. Next bowl is it the? Is this the Kelsey Brooks Bowl? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I can't believe we just said that. I don't know why it would be. I mean, she she is an alumni of the of Eastern Michigan. They're playing San Jose State and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Okay. Uh, again in Boise, what a trash area. Just kidding. It's probably really pretty out there, but. It's always gonna be tainted in uh, my mind to, now. I've been to Boise. It's it's nice. It's it's always gonna be tainted in my mind now. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a little it's a little racy out there. I'll be honest with you. Eh, okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm I'm betting. Uh, I'm taking. Go ahead and do it. I'm do taking. It. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm taking Eastern Michigan. I'm taking San Jose State. Ah. Oh, I'm taking San Jose State. Give me, I'll lay the three and a half with San Josie. All I gotta say, all I gotta say, they're they're alum of taking care of me. It's my turn to take care of them. Shut the hell up, San Jose, San Jose alternate spread, San Jose. I'm off off the rails. I'm I'm completely (laughs) the the medicine you're on is you. You lost your mind. High as a kite. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how the effect that this medicine would have on you right now. After you know your the medical more I interact, and tribulations, the more but... I interact and the more I talk, it, it, get, it gets worse. <laughs> okay, just, well, we only back. got three more bowl games and we'll power through NFL right quick. Um, right. next, they have bowl? Liberty versus Toledo in the Boca Raton Bowl. Um, Toledo's a five point favorite. I'm taking Toledo, uh, okay. to lay the five here. Just gonna fade Liberty, just losing Anti... half their staff, their coach, just anti uh, freeze, yeah. I got, I got Toledo as well. I got Toledo. I got Toledo here big time. Um, not much else to really say on this one. Uh, Toledo did just win the MAC. Uh, 
I don't think – I think they'll be okay. I don't think they'll handle Liberty's defense just fine. I'm not too concerned here. I, I do like Toledo uh, in that game. Next one is the New Orleans Bowl. That is Wednesday, December 21st in New Orleans, obviously. Uh, this is Western Kentucky and South Alabama. Uh, close game for South Alabama, close travels. Um, Western Kentucky here. Ooh, me. <sighs> for I, me. I know that their quarterback – Western Kentucky's quarterback is left – South Alabama. This 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 matchup for me in layman's terms is Bailey Zappi versus the United States of America. Okay. And I don't like the direction the country's going in, so I'm going to take Bailey Zappi uh, plus four and a half. Your, against... your analysis is only three years behind, but it's so great. Um... <laughs> but I'm taking them against America. I just you know, for that reason, I'll take South Alabama. They're not a far drive for them. Um, I'll take South Alabama here, especially with Western quarterback Kentucky. With Western Western Kentucky's quarterback Austin Reed is no longer there. They're down a couple of linemen as well. Yeah. Um, I like South Alabama. I. Uh, what's the here. What's the stat? There's got to be a crazy stat out there. There's a lot of Alabama schools in bowl games this year. Like, is that some sort of record? I'm I would not say be- probably. So what, I don't maybe, know. South Alabama. Troy, Alabama. Is this an Auburn joke? It wasn't. But as I started to say it, I started to keep rolling and rolling. And I was like, who's that fifth school? No. Well, what, in a year or two when when Jacksonville State jumps up, they can be boiled. I think they have, what, it's like a year or two before they can be boiled. I forgot about it. Yeah, Yeah, they're jumping up. Um, Okay, okay, this is a path of dig. I hear you. All right. All right, Are next we... bowl we have here, uh, we have Armed Forces Bowl. That's uh, Air Force and Baylor. If I know anything, I'm not picking against the Armed Forces in the Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, I'm concerned that Baylor is much bigger up front. That is a concern. But uh, you know what? I'm going to take Air Force plus the five and a half. Um, and we never talked about Army-Navy. Big miss yeah. on my part. Um, did you watch any of it? I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. Game went over. It was <laughs> took overtime. But I literally over. said this game will not go over unless we go to overtime to myself by myself in my apartment, and yeah. it ten to ten, and the most electric offense I've ever seen out of either team on both possessions. And I was like, "Praise be the Lord that that happened." Chandler was there. He had a great time. He was just hammered the whole game. I feel for the Navy guy that fumbled um, going in and overtime. I, so when uh, Navy, from my how I saw it, I was saying that official. I thought he scored. <laughs> I don't know. Did I you see that where he was like, uh, they they fumbled it. It was so close. I don't know how you could have overturned the call in the field of a fumble. I wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, I don't know. I from that's, how I saw it, I was, I was okay with it because I took Army money line. I have yeah, same. <laughs> and and the over parlay. Yeah, I had Army money line, Army plus the three. Um, I didn't touch the over under because I was like, it feels like a trap to take an under again this year. Yeah, it just it felt I've trappy. Taken, but I've always taken the over in that game because it's an historic under game, and it's a, eventually it's gonna like break. It's like know? one and eighteen to the the under. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. It, Crazy game. Very always the pageantry of that game is always impressive. I apologize. I didn't talk about that sooner, but I just, there was so much other stuff that happened in the last two weeks. Um, 
Yeah. What's your pick for the Armed Forces Bowl? And then we'll, we'll get the NFL. Baylor. I've got Baylor. You've got Baylor. Baylor. Is my pick. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's probably a. That's that's probably a good side to be on. I think the size and speed difference might be enough there. I, it's sacrilegious for me to try to take not take the armed forces in the armed forces bowl, but mm, that's that's it. It, it is a little un-American, I would say, but I'm all about. It, well, you did just take you did just fade the U.S. a yeah, pick I, ago. I took uh, Bailey Zappi. Yeah, the guy who doesn't there anymore. That's fair. Um, okay, NFL picks. What? Where, where do we want to go here? There's a game going on. No, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Oh, We're shit. recording on Wednesday. There's not yeah. a game going on tonight. I kind of forgot a little bit. I was because, oh, we didn't talk. We'll talk about it at the very end. Okay. We'll talk about the very end. Okay. Fantasy football. Um. Yes. That's th- fine. Thursday, Thursday night football. I've got 49ers minus three and a half. I've got Seattle plus three and a half. Brock Purdy's got to go on the road at Seattle on a short week. Brock Purdy's Seattle probably not going to play. <laughs> Who's starting? Uh, Brandon Whedon? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's Purdy. Purdy's going to be playing. He's questionable. He's got an oblique and a groin thing going on. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know who okay. their fourth guy is. I don't know. Oh, they. Okay. No, it's Joe Johnson. Um, I'm taking Seattle plus three and a half. I don't like Seattle plus three and a half. Like, no way. No freaking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm more on 49ers defense than their offense. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah, that's fine. So, so I'm going to take the three and a half. I'm going to have the hook. We're going to have a, a 12 to 9 game, and I'm going to cover. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. What else uh, you got in the NFL world? Uh, Run high with the Lions, plus one. Okay. They're plus one at the Jets. It's crazy. They were favored against the Vikings, who were frauds. We know that. Zigzag, but, zigzag. They're underdogs with the Jets. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you on that one. NFL I, is very weird. Are the Lions snaky? Are they dangerous? Are they borderline even almost good now? Question mark. I don't. Uh, they're on a streak. I got. I got Detroit plus one. Okay. Um. What else you got? I'll let you go through yours. Yeah, I'll just I'll, run through. Run, uh, run Dallas through minus four. That's a bounce back yep. game. Yep. Which, that's. I, I took yeah. Houston seventeen last week. <laughs> that was a that good was for fun. you. Dallas minus four. I've got Pats minus one at Vegas. Okay. Uh, I don't know. They stayed out west this past week after beating up on the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, so I got Cincy minus three and a half at the Bucks, and then I've got stayed away from that one. Yeah, that one makes me a little nervous, but stayed away there. Uh, this one, this is this is an experience pick. I've got Tennessee plus three at Chargers. Okay. The Chargers will win that game by two. It is going to be the most vintage, late December, late game Chargers matchup that we've all seen 150 times. You're that's, so damn right. That's what's going to happen. I, I You're think so right. Win. I'm switching my pick. You're so right. We've seen it. I've seen it so many times. They can they'll win the game. They won't cover three, three and a half points. They're going to be up two scores in the fourth quarter and dribble down their leg to win by one or two. Yep. Tennessee <laughs> plus three. Tennessee plus three. It's going to be. Yep. I'm with you. Yep. Lock it in. Yep. That might mm-hmm. actually be. I might even do. 
game of the month. I don't know. Oh my god. You better do game of the hour. Let me just let me just go ahead and celebrate. I'm running out of money. I've had a rough I've had a rough month and a half. I gotta make and the reason I've ran out of a lot of money, I gotta make it all back. It, there you go. Gambler That's logic. yep. I mean, dude, we're just gonna compound medical debt with uh, gambling debt. I love it. Um, good It's for all you. all the same. All right, All what the you same. what you Welcome got? What to are your picks? this is America. Um, <laughs> I know. oh boy, I have. There's a Saturday game. Do you know there's a Saturday game? Three Saturday games. That's right. There is. So you need to tell the uh, the league for the people in playoffs that they're Saturday games. Be a good commissioner. Um, speaking of which, I have the I have the Vikings laying the four at home against the Colts. I have the over forty eight and a half in that game. Uh, bounce back for the Vikings and just the I think the, the Saturday experiment in Indy is dead. Uh, so give me give me the Vikings laying the four. Yeah. Just Are they just playing gonna hammer on Saturday? that. They are. It's not to, it's a one o'clock game on Saturday. So that Saturday? is not a prime time game. Saturday's playing on Saturday? Yeah. Don't don't talk me out of this pick. You're not gonna you're not gonna do it. You're not New, new no. game of the year. Colts, whatever the heck they are. <laughs> that's, I mean, you gotta be kidding me. Like, that's not, has that not been a headline? Am I, am I that just like dumb and not dumb, I mean, but. you're checked out right now. You're you know, medicine does that to a man. Um, just do what you will with that. I'm taking the Vikings. Feel free to fade me. Do the whole Saturday on Saturday thing. I think the storyline's cute and played out. Uh, you know, not that cute and, over, and it played out now. Whatever. Uh, Buffalo laying the seven and a half at home against Miami. Uh, they're going to have snow in Miami. Did you see they had? Did you see the heater? They had heaters in the fifty-five degree SoFi. Yeah, Miami's just not going to. There's just no way they're going to travel Candy well to ass. that. They're candy ass. They're cutesy. They're cutesy, warm indoor team. They are on a cutesy indoor offense. Yeah. That's that's what I'm going to go with. That's the storyline. If we're just going to take stupid, bogus storylines that are just I'm pulling out of my ass, that's what I'm going with. Uh, Bills laying a seven and a half. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs laying the 14 at Houston. Um, cool job last week, Houston. Uh, you better get steamrolled this week. Uh, Carolina, I'm giving. I'm going to take them to cover the three at home against Pittsburgh. I what Mitch is playing this week, right? There's no way Pickett plays. That's like a concussion. There's Yeah, no way. it's. There's I think no way it's. Mitch. He's It's taking gonna be Mitch. reps, and Rudolph's taking reps. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, Carolina minus the three. They gave away like their their best players and fire their coach, and they're suddenly a different team now. Carolina laying the three under thirty seven and a half in that game as well. Uh, I'm with you on Dallas laying the four and a half at Jacksonville. Bounce back spot. Jacksonville's on cloud nine after last week. Give me just zigzag, zigzag. Yeah, big time Dallas. zigzag. Oh, yeah. Uh, Philly uh, minus the lane the nine. The nine point favorite at Chicago. They're just going to run all over them. I love Philly here. Uh, I'll, I'll take them to cover the nine. Uh, New Orleans, uh, they are playing the Falcons. That game is in New Orleans. And I'm taking the Saints, laying the four and a half. I saw where Mariota quit this week. That was kind of funny. That was hey, it's Ritter's team now. Ritter's They just team. quit. Whatever. Uh, give me New Orleans. Um, I also have the over 43 in that game. Uh, a lot of sharp action to the over. And I can see where this could just be like a dumb, like a couple of deep balls or like a special teams touchdown. Something stupid like a defensive touchdown. And that's just the death of an under. So I'll take an over here. Over 43. Uh Patriots at Raiders under forty four and a half. 
Oh, Actually, this being a freaking pillow fight. Um, let's see. I just you talked me into Tennessee plus three. I have the over forty seven and a half in that game. And that first half is going to look like an under. Going to look a strong under in the first half. In the second half, the dam breaks loose. Each side, there's going to be some stupid things that happen. Chargers are going to dribble down their leg. Tennessee's going to backdoor cover, and we're going to get an over. That's I'm mm. calling it now. Oh, also, I'm getting it, I'm, it's late, and I'm getting tired. I'm borderline delusional, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, what else we got? Uh, the Commanders playing the four and a half at home against the Giants. Just they just, just played. That's I, I hate that trips yep. me out. Yep. they just had a Back tie two weeks ago. <laughs> yep, nope, they did. Uh, I, I'm tracking a good bit of sharp action uh, to the Commanders in this game. Uh, divisionally, if you want to look at an under. I got, might be worth I got well. railed on divisional unders last week, so I'm staying away from them this week. Actually, this would be the week to take them. To lean into it, yeah. Yeah, I got The railed. books are adjusting to that. Um, for NFL, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. That's it. Those are all my picks. Uh, I just gave out 29 picks this podcast, so. Whew, that's. I'm tired. That's actually I'm not tired. that many for a normal. I'm tired, too. Okay. One more thing before awesome. we sign off. I know nobody cares, but. For the first time in five years, I have made the fantasy football playoffs. That's cute, our, man. And our league. I'm in last place. Well, you're tied for last. No, you won. No, you're not in last place. You won this week, and Carson lost. You're in second to last. You're ninth. So place. I'm so glad we don't do last place punishments, though. That's great. Yeah. Well, it, I would like to, but we can't get anybody to commit. Let's talk about the. Let's talk about the good thing. I made the playoffs. I know this is gonna sound silly, but. Nothing means I, I would I would pay like high dollar amounts to like be guaranteed to win a fantasy football championship, but it wasn't like you know fixed. It was just like you're gonna win. You want that thrill? It's just a thrill. I, I don't know. I just love it so much. I'm so happy to be back. I I'm really not good at fantasy football. Like I went back and looked at my records throughout like the you're last since 2016. I'm not good. I won. I won in 2017, and I went to the championship in 2010 before I had my learner's permit. So <laughs> I keep the stats. I got them. I got everything. Oh god! Well, I made the playoffs this year. I'm very excited. I feel good about my matchup this week. God. I I don't know. I'm I'm nervous about if I can get past this week after that, but I got to get past this week first. So. I'm glad someone's having success. That's good. I'm doing. Just... Hey, uh, one more thing. What you're out of the? You went and picked up Evan Ingram. What the hell was that? <laughs> I wanted to at least go on a high note. He I got... needed a tight end. I needed a tight end. Mine was forty first. points. He got forty points. He yeah, was, that was, was the pickup of the year, and what and then what didn't matter again? It didn't matter. Yeah. I didn't have a waiver on him, but I was watching him because I've got tight end issues right now. Yeah, that's, same. That's, that's not a innuendo but you know mm. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. i've been having the yeah so but I, I was gonna pick him up if he was like available like just to add and lo and behold freaking you wouldn't hit his ass <laughs> like what do you need him for you're in ninth place hey it, last year i just sold my team away and uh yeah you know you got one. mad at me so i'm playing to the better end this year you so. are you are you are so that's all i wanted to say about baseball i did some really good content you did that. What you posted was very funny in the group message. You did a very good job with that. So, I had so much content fun king making that. That was the funnest. You know, I ripped off Friday beers, right? I know you did. 
I don't think anybody else picked up on it, but I ripped off Friday. I I wasn't gonna say anything. I was gonna credit you for doing a good job. Thank you. I I mean I I I did add some new stuff to it and like switch some things around, but generally I ripped off Friday beers. You know, it happens. Okay. All right. Copycat league. Copycat league. league. I gotta edit this podcast. Sorry. uh, Yeah, we had some technical issues, but uh, to everyone out there, have a fantastic time. You know, this weekend. uh, We'll talk to everyone before we get to uh, the holiday, but um, yeah, we're doing a yeah. live podcast next week. We are doing a live podcast. Yeah, we will do a live in person show next week. So I got to so. figure out how to do that again. I'll bring the uh, the old microphone. Yeah, we're going to have to do that because I don't know. We'll figure it out. No, It'll be fun. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we will see everyone next week. Have a good one. Cheers. And every time it rains, it rains. Panthers from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains banners from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella is up, 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 upside down and trade them for a package of sunshine and ravioli. Macaroni! If you want the thing you love, you must have a pizza, holy baby. And when you hear thunder, don't run under a tree. Every penny's from heaven for you and me. Now come over here, boy, Sam. And every time it rains, it rains.